and an apology. The this I'm releasing two. This is the first of two podcasts I'm releasing that I haven't released. They date back to this one with Karma Maman. That's from April two thousand and nineteen. Uh, I'm sorry, Karma. I never released this one, but I'm releasing it today, and I have another one that I'll try and drop in the next 24 hours before the end of 2022, so just be aware that these were recorded in 2019, so we're talking pre-COVID a long time ago, but I still think that these are good interviews. They're a bit of a snapshot in time, particularly this episode that you're about to listen to. It really is the beginning of downhill in India. So it's an interview that should be up online and people listen to. Anyway, enjoy. Um, I'm releasing these last, these unreleased podcasts one, because Jackman keeps hassling saying he wants something to listen to. And two, I'm going to do some more podcasts in the new year. So look out for that. I'm just clearing the decks. And so there's no unreleased podcasts and I can do some new ones. Okay, enjoy. Here it is. One of a healer which is called J-Rock Jing. And I never ever think of doing it again. <laughs> Because it was really spent. What happened? 60 kilometers in 7 to 8 seconds. Wow. It was really steep. <laughs> I was thrown out of the boat many times, so I never <laughs> think of doing it again. The podcast is going to India today. We've got Kaba Mamon. Did I say that right? How do I say your name? Yeah, that's right. Kaba Mamon. <laughs> and where are you right now? City, country? I'm right now in... Uh, I'm in city. I am out of Manipur right now. Which, and I am in Mumbai right now. Right. But the, yeah, in, it's in the city. And we sort of... Uh, I made contact with you... I can't remember when, a month or so ago, but I was I found out about a an event that was that happened last year, a downhill race, and yeah. I started DMing people in India trying to find out who raced in it and everyone kept saying contact you. So here we are. We're we're finally chatting. We had a little chat over the uh, the internet about the race, but I'm yeah. here to find out all about Indian downhill. And you're the man, are you? Uh, yeah, actually, I'm one of a longboarder, but like uh, longboarding was started in India by one of a guy, a friend. Right. Uh, his name is Nikhil, and his name is, uh, and the other guy' name is Boris, and. Boris was the one who established and uh, who bring longboarding thing to Manipur, and then Manipur became the hotspot of longboarding. So right. we are 
right now building up a very big community of longboarding. That's great. And um, when did you start? Did you start skating when you started longboarding, or did did you skateboard before you longboarded? Actually, I don't do much of skateboarding and this longboarding. Actually, what I did was uh, I did a lot of martial arts and all those things. So I was introduced long uh, to longboarding by this friend called uh, Boris. So it was. Uh, in 2015 only, at the end of 2015, huh. I started longboarding. And what was your first longboard? Oh, my first longboard which I rode was a uh, longboard from Oxelo. Uh, that's the first board I step on. And uh, my first board which I own, actually I didn't own any longboard, I, it was gifted from a custom longboard from India by Nitrin Longboards. Right. And after that, I got a longboard from the competition, which I won as a prize from Quebec. Now I am riding on a Quebec board. Right. Which Quebec board are you on? Do you know the name I of it? I don't really know the name. I don't really know the name of it. You have board. to send me a picture of it, and I'll put it in the show notes. What is the graphics? Is it, has it got like a robot on it? Like a... Uh, no, it is... On the back side of the longboard, it is blue, is in color. Okay. Uh, I don't know the name of the movie. Yeah, I'll send you a photo. Yeah, it's a good brand. I like Quebec. They're a, they're a great company. They've got a long yeah, uh, tradition and, in downhill and longboarding. Yeah. So when I first ride on some other boards and riding on a Quebec, it's like it's another next level. Mm. I can find the difference. And Boris, who introduced longboarding to India, is was that like a a business transaction? Is he a businessman? Is this like a, he brought longboards in to sell them, or he's a skateboarder himself? He is a longboarder, and he does his own business. And uh, that guy, which I told you about, Nikhil, he makes his own longboard. He has a, a longboard production um, family. And a longboard production house. So, Nikhil and this guy called Boris, he they make longboards and then they operate all over India, selling all those longboards. Wow! It's a custom made, and then yeah, that's how they do. And they are longboarded too. So right now, uh, Nikhil is out of this thing longboarding because he's getting old, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this Boris keeps on doing this thing. So, and he's a longboarder too. And how do they make the boards? Have they got a like a workshop or something? Like, are they pressing boards and then cutting them out and putting graphics on them? That's what they're doing. Yeah, that's what they're doing. Oh. And what's the by hook and crook? Okay. And do they sell outside of India, or is it just like for within India? Do you think within India only? I don't think they sell outside yeah. India. Are there any? Skate shops in India? Are there skate shops in India? Uh, yeah, Decathlon sells skate, and uh, some of the shops, let's say, uh, some of the companies which uh, come to India, like DC, Decathlon, they sell skate. They sell skates. And uh, are there some, are there any longboard companies? Guys, yes. Any longboard shops, or is it just all horse no. skate? No. It was there, the night train. 
the nitrine was there, but like uh, still it's not going as that much that uh, in the start which they were doing. Mm. So now it's the kind of depreciation. And are you getting electric longboards there yet? They're very popular in Australia. No, no we don't have. But like uh, people are asking for that, but we don't have any. Mm. A friend of mine just met. Uh, he uh, did it. He DIY it, and he just met uh, a longboard by himself. That's it. And I don't see any of the longboards other than electric. How often do you, do you, where do you practice your longboarding? Longboarding, when I was in Manipur, I used to practice regularly. But right now I'm in the city. So I go to the far places of Mumbai, to New Mumbai, which is basically a uh, state near hills. So it's like uh, 60, 50, 60 kilometers away from the city. So I don't usually go for practice as I did in Manipur. So it's very hard over here to find a good spot for practicing. So one, like twice in a month, I go for practice. And what? If I am in Manipur, then I, it's like uh, four times in a week, something like that, I practice long. And in, so does Manipur, is it just less people or are they just better hills? Because Mumbai is a city, and we don't have hills over here in the city, so we need to go right. outskirt places. It's not outskirt although, but like uh, we need to go far away from the city to find a hill. But there in Manipur, wherever you travel, up to seven kilometers, you will find a hill. It's a hilly place. And what are the roads? What are the roads like? Like condition-wise, are they like rough or smooth or? They good roads to do downhill on? Uh, I would, yeah, for downhill, for downhill, I, we have some roads, uh, some good standard roads, but most of the roads are very rough in Manipur, and out of 10, we find only one or two roads which are good. What sort of wheels are you riding? So I'm riding on a Quebec wheels, and I'm lucky that I got Quebec then. So like one, and last two months back, Quebec sent me uh, a pack of sliding wheels. So I started learning slidings on them. That's awesome. So you're doing yeah. uh, like a like a Coleman or a Pendy slide, or are you doing stand-up slides? What are you doing? Yeah, I'm getting stand-up yeah, slides nice. right now. <laughs> like a heel side. Yeah. So you're back? Uh, yes, it's a hillside. I, I cannot do the toe side. Oh. I'm learning it. And uh, yeah. the the wheels are feigning well in India, like you are painting the roads with lots of uh, like urethane lines? Yeah. But, uh, what I meant to say is this thing, the wheels are going good as far as I know. That's the only thing. We just need only the practice in order to make ourselves improve on longboarding. That's yeah. the only thing we know. And so do you, I suppose the sliding's new. I mean, is that, do you prefer doing like sliding or free riding or do you like going downhill fast? What, what do you prefer to do? Uh, I like speed. So for me, I would prefer going downhill uh, on a speed. 
and I will, yeah, that's it. And I want to slide you. Mm. It's kind of free, right? Yeah. I would say. And do you have like slide gloves and a helmet? Are you wearing a helmet and slide gloves? Yes. Yes. So what sort of slide gloves? Just making your own or? First, at first, what uh, we make our, our slide gloves by ourselves with a chopping board. And we got some cheap uh, gloves from the market. And we chop out the chopping board in a circle safe or whatever safe we want. And then we glued it together uh, with the glove and the chopping board. And that's how we make our sliding yeah, that's, gloves. That's awesome. And uh, That's how everyone starts, yeah. <laughs> even and, in Australia. <laughs> yeah. And uh, sometimes when we got our... When we when we have the enough cash to buy gloves, we order from Amazon Sector Nine gloves, and then uh, now Decathlon comes in and Decathlon started uh, selling this their products of gloves, snowboarding gloves. We bought it from them. Because there's a there's a lot of sporting goods that are manufactured in India. I mean, India has a huge like manufacturing capacity? India has a huge manufacturing capacity, but uh, longboarding is not that very big mm. in India. So I don't think we are in a proper situation of manufacturing things mm. for longboarding right but now. You'd be making glo- what I'm saying is you'd be making gloves like, you know, golf gloves or driving gloves, and they're very similar to uh, slide gloves. Like you said, you've got, you found some gloves and you put a puck on. What did, how did you learn how to do that? Was that just through the internet? YouTube. YouTube. I love YouTube. Uh, Helmet-wise, what sort of helmet are you on? The helmet, we, yeah, we use the bike helmets. We don't really use the regular helmets that you guys are using when you are going for bombing a hill or something. We use the helmet whichever we got uh, and whichever we wear on riding a bike. You ride a motorbike? Yeah. yeah what sort of motorbike do you have? It's just a simple commuting motorbike. Uh, it's, it's a it's, royal. Uh, the name of the bike is called Pulsar. No. Um, I just mentioned it because my brother has a website called Pipeburn, and he went motorcycling in India, and they rode uh, royal motorcycles everywhere. Yeah, something like rail. Yeah, rail Royal Enfield. Yeah, he travelled across India riding these yeah. bikes. So I was just curious to see what sort of motorbike you had. Yeah, I write that thing too. <laughs> Boris has it. I borrowed from from him, and I write. <laughs> so, do you do any sketching, which is uh, you know holding onto a motorcycle and getting a toe up the hill? Yes, by a lot. Why not? <laughs> I don't want to waste my energy going that. <laughs> we do that. Yeah, it's dangerous, though. Yeah. So over here, James, here in India. The longboarding thing is very new on a level mm. one stage. And uh, most of the long um, skaters and uh, the, the street skaters, uh, so called skateboarders, and they are trying up too. So, what did we do is like on the first event which happened last year, only uh, 17 to 18 people participated on post rest and for downhill. Um, 10 to 11 people showed up for downhill. So after that event was happened, and people came to know that 
longboarding event is happening. So it was a good advertisement, mm. I suppose. So right right now, in this event, which is going to happen in April, all the longboarders and all the surfers and all the thrill-seeking uh, or extreme sport enthusiasts, they have got this uh, news in their ears, and then they have given me uh, information that oh, they all are coming. So I think we are mm. growing up. And when I come to know that longboarders here in Mumbai and in Manipur too, people started practicing regularly right after the event. Because this thing uh, is like the ignition. The event which happened last year is the ignition to all the longboard, longboard lovers. That's what I can say. Because there's a, there are a lot of more people coming up for longboard and asking for longboards, where longboards mm -hmm. are available, and all those things in our page. And what did that event overboard describe the downhill, like uh, hill? What was it like? How far? How long was the? How long okay. was the race? Was it straight downhill? Or it had some okay. curves. Was was it difficult? I will put you on a scale. The road was not difficult because it was the first time uh, that we organized the event and we take the knowledge of all the longboarders because we were very at the initial stage of longboarding at that time. So the road was really easy for the professional longboarders and for us it was kind of difficult. And the road was Three meters wide only, or two point five meters, I would say, and uh, the road was newly paved. It was a newly paved road, so mm, it was nice. a good road. And the, yeah, and the curbs of the road was, yeah, there were curbs, but we check out some places which have the curves and a straight line too, and we made it on that thing, and the. As the road was very narrow, we don't send longboarders at one time, like three or four longboarders, which you you guys used to do. It. We don't do it like that. So instead of that, we do time trial. Oh. Let's say how fast does uh, mm. he skate over a time, and that's what we do. And this guy, uh, his name is Nicholas Kielbeck. He's from Canada, a Quebec yes. longboarder. He took some one, one minute, 52 seconds, something like that. I forgot. So we have a difference of fraction of second, not even a second. Wow. So that was my, it gave me an impression that if I could work and I was racing with that guy who used to, who was already having a knowledge of good longboarding and I was just new. So that gave me an impression. If I do it well, then I think I can be one mm. of the longboarders. The, yeah, that's what I think. And most of the people got enthused by that event. So outside Manipur to uh, the, all over India, the longboarders, the skateboarders, they were interested from that. They, that gives 
the event give them the interest of onboarding and all those things. So, so uh, we uh, we're so proud that we organized that event. And are you going to skate a different hill this year? Is it going to be just time trials again, or are you going to do some racing this year? No, this year we are going to change the venue. We are going to take to a place where there is a bigger road, so that we can send uh, two to three longboarders at a time. So you're going to have a like an, a tree. We call it a tree. So like uh, heats all the way through to a final. Uh, yeah, that's what that's what we do. Depending on the participants, we are going to choose how many participants can uh, qualify for the next round. Something. And like that. how did you do the timing last year? Did you have timing equipment? Yeah, we have mobile phones and we we don't have the stopwatch. So what did we do is like we have uh, sets, electronic sets, which we communicate. Right. And we communicate on a phone or something. And then the timer, we have two timers at the beginning of the race, at the spot where the race begins and at the spot where the race ends. So we are going to communicate on the phone and and when we say start, one is going to press it and when we say stop, when he reads there and we say yeah, it's done. That's how we do it. And do you have a organizing body? Like is there a an association or a a group? Have you formed yourself like a sports Yes, body? yes, yes, yes. We have an organizing body. Which uh, there's a club called OSA. How do you how and, do you spell uh, that? We represent them O S A, which is an abbreviation of Oinam Sporting okay. Association. And is that just a local? Is that like a local group, or is that sort of like a national organization? It is a local group, which organizes a lot of sport events. So basically, in Manipur, what do we have is like we have a lot of local groups, registered body, and we organize sports. Every five days in the month of March, there's a festival called Yavsan. So uh, all the body, uh, this local body, organize sports. And that was the time we organized this event. The OSA, yeah. This OSA club event, yeah, organized this event, the overboard. And we were a part of that organizing club. And are you going to do a, like a national body or something like that? Like a, an Indian Racing Association or something? We have the Australian Racing Association. Yes, we are going to do that. Have you heard of IDF, the International Downhill Federation? Yes, I do. So, I follow them. <laughs> I follow that that institution on Facebook, yeah. Instagram, whatever. So maybe one day, you know, there might be an an IDF race in India. Oh, well, that's what we were looking for. We would be so <laughs> so happy if it comes. To happen like mm. that in India, we would love to because we have got the places in India. When we travel from east to west, north to south, we will find a very good sport. The only thing is the institution which can handle that event. It will be a very great responsibility that we need to carry on to us for organizing mm. that thing. Oh, it's, it has to start somewhere. So I mean, it's. Uh... You keep doing the smaller races and the bigger races will come. Yeah. But Overboard is going to organize every year, year that we are going to build up a very big, big, big community in yeah. India. Because I believe it. 
I believe it. Uh, I was a b-boy, a dancer. Okay. So uh, I, I do believe it from them because b-boying was not very good in India when I first started. But now b-boying is something very... They, they, they were a very drastic changes. Because the, the when I first started doing this dance, and right now, when I see myself over here, and when I see people, you know, good institutions like Red Bull organize events for B-Wing and all those things. So I came to believe that, you know, one one day, our downhill skateboarding is also going to come up like that. Mm. And I, I looked up Overboard on YouTube and I was trying to find out what it was about. Uh, can you explain to people yes. like what is Overboard? Because it is a it's a huge festival, isn't it? It's oh, it's part of a big festival, so it's more than just downhill, isn't yeah. it? So it's almost like a cultural festival. Is that right? Yeah. Yes, it is, uh, James. It is although, but like this this time, we are not organizing that event. So Tanglei Festival is the event which we organize all the co-curricular activities from sports from age to sports from uh, let's say from we organize essay writing competitions and we organize music festivals and we organize this longboarding and uh, MTV racing and all those things it is a very big event the Tanglei festival but unfortunately this year we are organizing only overboard which is a part of this Tanglei festival so we don't we are not organizing this Tanglei festival okay and how do you pay for these races? Do riders have to pay fees to go in the races, or like, or do you have sponsorship? Yes, getting a sponsorship in Manipur and in India is really difficult, really, really difficult. So what did we do? Is like we got some sponsorship from the. Uh, Local elected body, I mean, look at elected person which we sent uh, him as a minister or something. He helped us in the event, but not for overboard, but for the whole event of Tanglei. And we segregate some money for overboard, and we even produce our own pocket money in order to organize that event. But this year, I hope some sponsorship comes, the sponsorship partners comes up for our event. If it doesn't come, then we are going to produce our own pocket money and then we are going to do that. Wow. And uh, yeah, sorry, sorry. About the payment about the payment of the prizes, what do we do is like, uh, yeah, the registration prices and uh, we didn't take any registration on the first uh, previous event. It was just uh, like we just took out the names of the participant and we just gave away the prizes. And the prices which were given, big, uh, all the prices of that even were given by the Quebec. <laughs> so Quebec holds a very good mm. reputation on mm. overboard. What sort of safety is like for the road and so forth? Is it a closed road? Yes, we closed that road just because of that event. And we have a lot of volunteers. We, uh, what do you call that? Uh, yeah, you were talking about that thing, yeah, Royal right. Enfield. We have, a, we, yeah, we have a team. They are all riders. They ride that Royal Enfield, and they are called Royal uh, mm. Royal Motors. They volunteered us, so 60, 70 of them came up on their bikes, and they blocked the road, and we took the permission from the locality, 
and we block the rot, and that's the that's how the right. races happen. And do you have any sharp corners? Do you use hay bales or anything in the corners if anyone comes off the road? Yeah. So uh, as the the previous event was not uh, very. It doesn't have a soft corner, so we didn't use any of these things in order to protect all the skaters. So, but this time, what we are planning is to put the hay sticks, right? Because of the vigor rod, and uh, we are planning. We don't know whether we can do it or not, but we have a lot of hays over there in Manipur. So we are going to pile the dam, and we are going to make the hay sticks, and we are going to put it on the road. That's what we right. plan. And uh, so lucky that all the people, I mean, all the long voters in the nook and corner of their country, they heard the news that it's uh, happening in this April. So, like, they contacted me that they all are coming. That's a very good news to hear that. Is the Quebec rider from Canada? Do you think he'll be coming back? No, I don't think so. He's coming. But, like, uh, we were, if we get uh, enough sponsorship and if we got enough cash, we all are thinking to call him. He made a big impression on the community, didn't he? Yeah, he is. He is he's really a nice guy too. <laughs> There'll be a lot of international writers listening to this. You might get some international, some other international writers coming out for it. Yes, we would be really happy to do, like if you guys are coming to our places and sharing us your knowledges, um, that will be a goal. I don't know, I can't explain it. I would be really happy and we all would be see that thing. Is it an easy place to get to for an international person? Like, how would they get there? Like, do you have to take a bus or a train or does it, there's an international airport there? Like, It is really easy. Wherever you're coming from to India, you can take a flight and directly book for Manipur uh, flight ticket and you will lean on Manipur directly. What's the country like it in Manipur, what, is it a farming area or is it... Yes, Manipur is a farming area with a small city called Imphal City. That's the only city we got. See, 90% are hilly areas. If someone if someone came uh, to your city or your area, is there any must-have food? Is there like, uh, what, are there any local delicacies or special dishes in the end? If, if you are talking about the food, it will take... Two days to explain about the foods because we have a lot of variety oh, really? of foods, and you would love it, I yeah. So what do we do? Is like Manipur is really different from mainland India, culturally, traditionally, and topographically. So the choices of the foods are really different. We eat a lot of vegetables by stewing, fried. Most magnificent baits this is called kangsoi. It's a vegetable stew which is very plain and simple, and is prepared with very organic things. So every of the family in Manipur is compulsory to have a kitchen garden. We have our own kitchen garden. We we plant all the vegetables which are required in our cooking and making the food and we directly plug it from the kitchen garden and we make it. And different type of meats are available. So I, I over this part, I remember that guy called Nick who came, who stayed, uh, who came from Canada, participated this <clears throat> event uh, of the world. He has, he have a vacation of three months. So he stayed when 
he came to Manipur. I took him from the airport, and we were explain. I explained a lot of things about the food and everything. So he already planned for touring India on those three months, but he ended up staying the whole three months in wow. Manipur only because of the food and the people <laughs> he got over there. Wow, Manipur is sort of like it's not in the center of India, but it's it's sort of in the center, isn't it? Sort of in the middle of India. Yes, it is. It is uh, on the northeastern part of India. If you come to Manipur and if you if you go to India first, or let's say if you come to Manipur first and go to other parts of India, you will feel different. Of you won't feel like it's a part of India when you come to Manipur. Topographically, we are different, and racially, we are different from the mainland right. India. We are we look like Mongoloids. We look like Asian. Okay. So we follow the same trend of how the people are, how the people uh, of Thailand cooks, how the people of China eats. That's how we do wow. the same. So India is just such a diverse, like, country, isn't it? It's just yes. so many different yes. areas. Religion-wise, what sort of is there a dominant religion in Manipur? The dominant religion. And Manipur is Maite, which it's Maite. called Maite. And the people, yeah, Maite. And uh, next is Christianity and Hinduism and Muslim, Muslims. Okay. Is that like, uh, like culturally within the area? That's like um, all those sort of different religions sort of play nice with each other? Yeah. It's going really good. Yeah, so what do we do? It's like we invite uh, friends from different religious communities to their religion, uh, religious festivals. And what about drink? Does, uh, it, is there a local beer or is it like what sort of alcohol do you drink? Yes, Manipur is a dry. But Manipur is a dry oh, state. What does that mean? But I could say dry statements where, uh, you know, that alcohol is completely restricted okay. don't worry about it Mani Manipur is a wettest dry state <laughs> I can see <laughs> because uh, yeah we have our own brewery our own traditional brewery right okay so, so the people who lives on the villages brew their own oh. wine and which is really what good. do they use I I'm afraid you can take two glasses of wine. It will make you really high, buddy. <laughs> and what do they do? They use a fruit to make the wine. What do they use? No, no, no. We use a highly specified uh, rices, and we take the steam of the rices, and they put some traditional ingredients. Right. Did you say rice to make a spirit? To make oh right, yeah, so rice. it's almost I is it rice. like a like a spirit? It's almost like a ah like a yes. like a whiskey yes, or something yes. or a, they would they call that in or a pachine is which what they call it in uh, Ireland so it's sort of like uh, moonshine that's okay. what it is <laughs> okay I don't know about it. so uh, okay so the, the, it's sort of like a local recipe sort of thing so you're using like local herbs or yes. plants and so forth along with the rice yes 
Yes. Ah, yes. Very strong. So um, everything you will, yeah, every everything you will find in Manipur is like we all are committed to our traditionalism. We cultured our tradition and okay. all those things. So whenever you go there, there will be sort of elements of traditionalism in everything. Right. Whatever you dress, whatever you eat, whatever you behave, there will be a sort of an old-fashioned tradition if you go there, to, especially to the villages or the outskirts of Manipur. Do you get many tours in that part of India? Manipur is considered as the jewel of India. And it is the Switzerland ah. of India. It has got the nickname. So there, of, yeah. is there snow in oh, those okay. mountains? Do you have ski fields? No, we don't have. No, no, no. We don't have. We don't. We, we don't have snows in the mountains. Okay. But when it is really cold in the month of uh, December, January, then yeah, there will be some snows, which is not like uh, the snows in the Himalayas or mm. the high regions, but the, some some part of snow skin. Okay, That's but it. no, we don't have that much of the thick snows. Yeah. Uh, snows. And what are the roads like up in the mountains? Do they are they well paved or are they like really rough? Can you skate? Do you think you can skate? Uh, there is a lot of mountain roads you can skate there. Yeah. So, so yeah. Earlier, uh, five years back, seven years back, the road condition was not good. But these days, with the advancement of uh, this modern living and all those things, yeah, the roads are somewhat good right now as compared to uh, last ten years, something mm. like that. And so you. When you go back there, you skate in the mountains. Are there any favorite um, hills or roads that you skate that you like skating? Yes, yes. I do only downhill skating. I don't do mm. the street skateboarding. So I, when I go for practice, I usually go to the mountains only. Do they have any names or anything like that that you skate? Yes, we have places called Leimaran. We have Laimaton. We have Hainanjing. Uh, we have uh, Langdum Ching. And when you're skating, when you're skating so, those like, roads, what what are the dangers for that you know that you might face? Like, would would there be like local traffic or uh, animals on the roads or yeah, like, uh, rocks on the roads? What are the, some of the dangers? The most dangerous thing is the uncertain vehicles which comes up spontaneously. That are on the wrong side of the road or. We are on the right, even though when we are on the right side of the road, what we do is like the people, they are riding on the right side. So basically when we face each other, we are, if we are not well trained or if we don't know how to slide properly, the only thing is to hit. <laughs> it's a, this doesn't sound good. Yeah. All the downhill skaters now uh, are learning, people are learning how to slide. Mm. Are there any yeah. are there That's any hills that are too steep for you to skate in Manipur? Yes, yes, yes. Manipur is a hilly place. So we have different kind of roads on hill, downhill roads. So do you think like when you start getting better at downhill and sliding and stopping that you'll skate some of those bigger hills? I have tried. One of a hill which is called Chairaujing in in uh, our places, I have tried one. So, and after I did 
since I go downhilling on that hill, I never ever think of doing it again. <laughs> because it was really stupid. What happened? What happened? When you are on the board, when you just have a kick and you can directly stay on the board, and it will deliver to a speed of 60 kilometers in 7 to 8 seconds. Wow. It was really steep. And I, yeah, I gathered all my adrenaline and I tried it. And I was thrown out of the board many times, so I never thought of doing it again. <laughs> do, you, do you wear like, uh, like pads or do you have leathers or anything? Or? Uh, the, we don't have the leather suit. We wear the normal casual dresses and we put on the pads. So for us, what we really, what all the longboarders of India are wishing for is that we want some international riders to come, visit us, teach us all the technicals of longboarding so that we can grow up. Do you think it's possible for you to travel to events if the world's not going to come to you? Maybe uh, you could go to the world or some of the skaters there could go to the world. Yes, I think. I, I am going to do that for sure. I'm earning <laughs> in order to do that. And how do you communicate? Is it just through Facebook or is there a Indian social media that you do? We communi Mostly we communicate on Facebook, WhatsApp. And yeah. I saw that you did a few videos as well. So do you have like a GoPro or something like that that you... Yeah. yeah. That, that's a, you know, to get international people encourage them to come along to Manipur if you've got a good hill is definitely doing a GoPro or a video of the hill so people can see what they're traveling to go see so or some of the mountains and so forth so that's something you yeah. could definitely do to encourage international people to come along yes that's a very good idea that we wanted to educate it and what, what do you do are you a student or do you work what do you do uh, no, I, I graduated, so I work. And what do you do? I work, I work as a sports leader in Decathlon. All oh, right. What sort of sports or lots of sports? I, I handle roller, roller skate. I have roller sports. I do uh, inline skating. I handle it's a, retail, it's a retail company. So I work as a sports person uh, and, uh, for selling skates, skateboard, longboard scooters, whatever the roller sports are. People that are getting into longboarding in India, what sort of age are they? Are they young people or? 13 to 18. There are 13 to 18, there are like 50 longboarders, 54, kind of that. And from 18 to 20, uh, 26, 28, there are, again, 25, 26 longboarders. Okay. And from above that 26 ages, there are four or five longboarders. Because oh. motorbike riding is huge in India and longboarding and motorcycle riding is fairly similar, like lean to steer. So I imagine longboarding could be uh, a big sport in India. Yes. See when it would yeah it can be a very good sport because what I believe is uh, right after this event, uh, the overboard had happened last year. 
last year there were only 50 to 60 longboarders when they even have reached out to all the people who love longboarding, who love surfing, and which is uh, that like any thrill seeking activities, the enthusiasts who wants to do the thrill seeking activities, they have grown up. So like uh, right now when I come to Manipur after that, uh, sorry, when I come to Mumbai after that event from Manipur, a lot of kids started coming to uh, our community to start longboarding, to learn longboarding. And one of my friends, he even started teaching them. He uh, he started a longboarding school. Alright. Yeah. And uh, in Manipur, all the youths, the young young uh, kids, the teenagers, they started longboarding. They go to places they for longboarding. So the hotspot of longboarding is Manipur now. Is there any advice to brands like? You know, brands like Quebec and that have started doing a little bit of uh, sponsorship there. How would they get involved in getting their boards into India? So, the first thing which I believe is sponsoring the things and all those things are a part of money matters. We need to build our good community first. If we have a good community, then I think the people who wanted to sponsor us and all those things, they will get some things in return hmm. for their sponsorship that they have given. That's what I think. So we really need to bring, uh, bring our community up. And as to say, this Quebec runs a very, leaves a very good footprint over there in, in the longboarding history of India. Because they came over here and they put their things out in the first edition of longboarding uh, downhill skateboarding race. Mm. So most of the longboarders now have a knowledge of Quebec. If someone's listening to this podcast and thinks, oh, I might sponsor a race in India, who should they contact? Oh, they can contact our, us and uh, they can contact through Facebook page. We have called uh, Longboard Crew India, Longboard Crew India Manipur. We have two pages, Longboard Crew India Manipur. If you contact it to Longboard Crew India Manipur, then it would be... Uh, we we can reply the message very soon. Okay, I'll put those I'll put those links in the show notes. Or you can take our in our email Longwood Crew India Manipur at the red of Gmail. Longwood Crew India Manipur at the red of Gmail dot com. Communicate more people. It's better commu- uh, sending mm. messages or something on the Facebook page Longwood Crew India Manipur. Well, it's been awesome talking to you. Uh, we should wrap up. I've been going an hour. Can you believe that? It was a very good conversation I had with you. <laughs> it has been a good conversation. And I can't believe like downhill longboarding in India is a thing. It's just, it blows my mind. It really does. It's awesome. I think that's fantastic. I definitely keep in touch. So to see the, uh, yeah. you know, the scene grow. Yeah. Thank you so much, man, for like, for just taking up this thing.